Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie race wife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week, she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today is another solo episode. Yay! You know, um, honestly, I don't mind doing these solo episodes for you guys, um, but I know you guys tend to look forward to the guests that we have. But um, unfortunately, it's close to the holidays. Um, I haven't batched as much content as I thought I would be able to um, because if I would have put out every episode like just every other week um, like I was doing before where I was just doing one episode a week then all of that content that I had for you guys would have ended up going into the new year and a lot of those episodes would not have been relevant anymore so I knew that I had to make a decision, right? And so I did. I went to up to two times a week. And unfortunately, that puts me where I don't have enough content. So it was either do I have enough content or, or not enough. Um, but having enough content would have put me into 2024. And I knew a lot of that content wasn't going to be relevant anymore. So, yeah, so here we are now. Um, and so I made that decision to go twice a week with you guys. But unfortunately, that's put me in this situation that I've been having lately where I don't have um, as many guest episodes for you guys. Um, and yeah, um, so I wanted you guys to be aware of that. Um, and so now here we are, but that's okay, guys. Like, honestly, um, I'm just wanting to create content for you and put shit out there for the world to listen to. And, um, I appreciate if you stay here for it. So that being said, today's episode literally is about let's not take shit serious. Okay. Um, I don't know, like this, this is just a random episode. None of this is scripted and I'm just going to go with it and you guys just stay here for the ride. Okay. So like I said, let's stop taking life so fucking serious. I mean, it's bad enough if you're somebody that works like a nine to five or whatever, you know, if you're in the corporate world, which obviously I've done deep dives into all of that, um, in previous episodes, which you guys, I'll have that in the show notes if you guys want to go listen to it, but we take life way too serious to the point where none of us have work-life balance. And most of us are literally living off the edge of our seat all the time. We're disorganized. We don't know what the fuck we're doing here on earth because it's like, okay, what is my purpose? Why am I even here? Why did I want to be here? Why, why am I here? Because obviously, you know, your parents, yeah, they gave birth to you, but your soul had to choose to come here, right? So it's like, why did my soul come here? What were the lessons that I needed to learn? Why, why am I here? Like, what's the point? Um, and some of us never really figure that out, right? Um, or we do, but we figure it out late in life, like much later in life. Like sometimes when we've already had kids and we've already kind of like lived most of our lives or like we're maybe middle-aged or whatever. And it's like, holy shit, I've been living my life for other people. Or... I've been living my life just, you know, for external validation, or I've been working at a job for almost 10 years and I fucking hate this. Why am I here? Like, why do I stay here? Why am I just doing the same shit every single day and not just living, you know, 
just living my life the way I want to. Um, why am I at this job? Why am I not on the beach? Like just, I don't know, just living life out of a van or whatever. You know, I'm just like, I'm y'all, I'm just rambling. But the point is, like, why do we feel so caught up in monotony? Like, if you notice, like, some of us, we just do the same shit every day. Eat the same shit every day. You know, like, we just do the same stuff every single day. And it's like, why? Why do I do this every single day? Like, we don't really, like, sit there and think about it. Like, why did I start doing this in the first place? Why am, why are we, why are we doing this? Literally, why are we doing this? I had to start thinking about that. And honestly, it didn't happen until, and I say this all the time, but COVID, y'all, I don't know what it is, but like when COVID happened, so many things changed in the world. Not just, not just, you know, obviously a pandemic thing, but people, the whole collective just changed. A lot of people started realizing that this lifestyle that we were brought up to believe is the way that we should live is total bullshit. And it was ingrained in us and we were brainwashed to believe that this was the only way to be able to live a life. That you have to literally work at a job that you more than likely hate for however long until you can retire, if you can retire, because now it's getting harder for people to retire because of the economy, and then die. Like, I I hate to say it, but literally, like, and so you're waiting until you're 65, almost 70, some people even later than that, to go off and live your lives when, first of all, our life expectancy here in the U.S. is lower than some of, than most countries. Like the life expectancy here is like 74, around 74, 75. Y'all, literally, that literally gives you at most 10 years. I mean, of course, some of us, depending on our lifestyles and everything, we might live a lot, we might live longer or even a lot longer than that. But even so, you retire, let's say you do retire at 65, that only gives you 10 years. To literally like do everything that you wanted on your bucket list if you weren't living out your life, right? You know, when you retire and literally do all of that in 10 years before you croak. Why are we living like this? Like, does that really make sense? How does this make sense? At all. Like, why, why do we do this? And who made these fucking rules? That we have to retire at 65. Oh, that's when you get your social security. Okay, the thing is, why are we having to do that in the first place? Why is it at 65 that we have to leave? Like, why does everybody believe that you have to retire from corporate at 65? You do not. You don't. You can retire before then. But you have to put things in place to be able to do that. Whether that means you have to start working for yourself or, you know, um, that means maybe putting off having kids, you know, if you don't or maybe not even have kids at all, you know, and, you know, start putting, you know, a bunch of money away or whatever, still live with your parents for, I don't know, however long you need to, um, you know, different things like that. I think that's why we're starting to see a lot more people doing that. Um, A lot more people staying home, like a lot more people living with their parents a lot longer. I think that's why we're seeing a shift. It's because a lot of people do not want to be, to live that, oh, when you're 18, gone, like bye, you need to go and live on your own because most people can't even afford to do that now. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's just like 
I'm seeing a major shift going on and it's just crazy to me that more people are actually trying to work for themselves. Like you see a lot more people doing like side hustles, things like that, um, or turning their side hustles into full-time businesses because they want that freedom to work for themselves. And honestly, I totally get it. That's, that's where I'm headed. Like that's exactly what I'm wanting to do. And that is why I set that goal for myself that I will retire from the corporate world, not saying that I'm going to retire, retire, because the thing is, um, and actually there's a, um, a YouTuber, um, well, well, she's, well, she's not just a YouTuber, like she does a ton of stuff. Um, and like, she's a, um, a coach and everything. Um, Cherry Chung, um, Chung, yeah, she, um, she talks about how she retired, um, at 25 and she was already a million millionaire. And now like she was talking about that on Instagram. Actually, it was a reel that she had made about how she was miserable, just like retiring, retiring where she didn't do any type of work. She didn't do anything. And I think she did that for like a year or two where she did not do anything because she could just live off of, you know, the money that she had. Well, and also her husband, like her husband still works. Um, but she retired herself. Like it was money that she had made, you know, without him. So, but, um, she talked about how it it was miserable just like just traveling and just kind of like just living more of a slow life and not doing anything because she was one of those people that was a workaholic you know from corporate and i guess you know that being so ingrained in her it drove her crazy that she never really had anything to do to kind of keep her busy so that's why she started creating content and being a content creator because she didn't want to just live off of her husband in that way like she wanted to still kind of contribute something but and not be bored and I totally get where she's coming from because it's like you know that's what I want to do like I want to retire from the corporate world but obviously you know I have to have the, the funds to be able to do that but for me the funds to do that is through content creation. That's why I started the podcast. That is why I'm doing YouTube now. That is why, you know, I'm 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 doing all the things that I'm doing content-wise is because I want to be able to retire myself from the corporate world. I want to be able to retire my husband so he can do what he truly wants to do. Because guys, my husband is hell of a video a video editor and videographer like he is so good at it and um he actually applied to um he reached out to um a company that is supposed to be doing video footage um for the gateway nationals next year and um and he is wanting to do that and like I'm so glad that he took that step and that risk because guess what like I know he's gonna crush it and I know he's gonna get it because his work the stuff that he's done proves how good he is and um also like for example like my monster jam um promotion that I did here on the podcast. Um, I know some of, some of you probably listened to it, that, and then also for the I-55 shootout, obviously it's my voice, but the music, the, the way that it was all put together, mastered and mixed and everything, my husband did that. I did not. And it was good and it was great and everybody loved it. Like, and that was something that um, the guys, uh, that put on I-55 street stock shootout, they raved about it. They loved what it, you know, they just loved how good it sound. And a lot of that is due to my husband. My husband took the time out of his day, which my husband works extremely long hours. Um, and he did that when he was at home, you know, it was on, it was at night, 
It was, you know, it was late at night and he took the time out of his day to do that for me, which I appreciate. And he's literally my biggest supporter and I love him for that. But y'all like, I want him to be able to pursue his dream. And that's why I do what I do. And that's why I work, I work so hard after work on this podcast and on the content that I create and everything is because I want this to build up my media company because my media company is not just for me. It's for my family. It is my family legacy that I want to be able to leave behind. Like I want this to be something that my whole family can enjoy. My daughter, my youngest daughter, Bianca, hell of a photographer. You'd actually be surprised for her age. She She's 15. Amazing photographer. Um, I want her to be able to do more with that, be able to get her a good camera and stuff. And she wants to do things like that. And so like, I want her to be able to be a part of what I do. And I want to be able to do more live stuff for you guys going out on location at racetracks and, you know, shooting content there and doing all these things. Um, and, um, for the ones that know, um, I don't, I don't really promote it very much or whatever, but I was, um, a part of a podcast network, um, you know, Race Wife Unfiltered was picked up by them. Um, but I have left as of last night. <laughs> um, and um, I I did it for a reason. And I know some people would probably think that what I did was insane because they did have major contracts with pretty big, you know, broadcasters and things like that. But I did it for a reason because I want to create my own thing. I don't want to be a part of somebody else's thing. I want my own network. I want my own podcast network. Um, I have multiple podcasts that are going to be coming out in 2024 um, that I'm going to be working on. One of them is with my husband. Um, it's going to be a duo podcast. Um, and then another one I will be um looking for a female co-host um actually i have someone in mind but i have to talk to her first but if she is not available or doesn't want to do it then i will be putting out you know something about it where i'm looking for a female co-host but right now not yet i'm going to ask her after the holidays, because like right now is just a weird time. Like I'd rather like ask in January, right? Uh, so yeah, so that's kind of like what is going on with me and this whole situation. Because I want to take a risk on myself, right? I'm doing something that really isn't being done. Now, I'm not saying that women in motorsports don't get interviewed. They do, okay? They do. But here's where I'm different. I am the only motorsports podcast out there that interviews race wives. Why is that a thing? Why am I the only one that interviews race wives? Literally, we have so much shit to talk about. I mean, we're literally the backbone of our of our racing family, like whether that means we're moms that have children that race or if we're married to, you know, uh, someone that races. Right. No matter what it is or and, and also we might even have family members of our own that race. And in my situation, that's not the case. It's just my husband that races. Um, but my daughter used to race, uh, but she raced, uh, motocross, um, when she was younger and, um, and my oldest daughter did too. They both did motocross for a while and they both did go-karts for a while. Um, but when they got older, obviously they got out of it, all of it. And my husband went back racing. 
Um, and my husband's done sprint cars and now he does dirt late models. But point is like, and my daughter might be getting in a late model. Not sure. She's kind of up in the air about it. She's not really sure what she wants to do. And that's okay. Um, but there's a chance that she might be in a dirt late model uh, pretty soon too. Um, but either way, um, we have a lot to talk about. Like honestly, um, and, and you guys have heard it firsthand. Um, with some of the episodes that have came out, um, where we've had multiple race wives, um, on the podcast and that's some of, some of the best episodes we've ever had, you know, because I mean, they're fun. They're not, um, it's not, you know, it's not some formal interview, you know, we're talking, you know, and some of them I could literally call them my friends. Um, because, you know, I've made friends through some, uh, quite a few of the women on, on this podcast. Um, you know, I can say are truly my friends and, um, and it, and it's been an amazing ride guys. Like it's literally going to be a year on the 22nd. I still can't believe on Friday that it will be a whole year since I started this podcast. And, like, it's not stopping. Like, trust me, we're not ending anytime soon. <laughs> we're not. Um, and I love that I get to do this. Um, yes, it is a lot of work. I have a team that helps me. Um, I have to. I love my team so much. Like, I, I love them because... If I did not have them, it would be very hard for me to do everything that I do. Um, it has been rough, you know, the past the the past couple months, um, f for some reasons. Um, I I cannot mention um, exactly what it is because obviously of confidentiality type things. But I, I do have some issues that are happening um, that are work-related. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's been kind of rough for me and my team lately um, because of that. Um, I unfortunately had to let one of my team members go. Um, and I, I hated doing that. Um, but I have, I have no, I had no choice due to budget constraints because I bootstrap all of this guys. Like I literally do all of this on my own. I do not make any money off of the podcast as of right now. I do not. Um, obviously there are ways that you guys can support. Um, but as of right now, I, I do not. Um, and I do want that to change. That is why I'm being consistent and I'm putting things out here because so more people can know about the podcast. So the downloads get higher because hate to say it guys, but when it comes to sponsorships and stuff, it's all about numbers. It's all about numbers. That is what, that is what helps you get sponsors is Sponsors tend to look at numbers. Um, even though you could still have a, an extremely great retention rate and engagement rate, they look at numbers. That's all they care about. Because if you notice, like a lot of these, like of like when it comes to influencers and things like that, oh, you've got to have this many followers or or more, or we don't even want to like look at you. Unfortunately, that. That makes it hard because that means you have to have an ex established audience already. Guys, I literally just started this not even a year ago. Like, it takes a long time to build up an audience. Um, and I started from scratch. I started completely from scratch. And thanks to you guys, we are a top 10% podcast now. Literally. And we are over 8,000 downloads. And in a year, that's... That's great. That's like really good. Now, is it is does that mean like I'm in 
that I'm not going to get past that 10,000 download threshold? No, it, I will. But I don't know when that will happen. I'm not going to... Um, I'm not going to stress about it because to me, the fact that there's over 8,000 that the podcast has been listened to over over 8,000 times is impeccable. To me, that's more than anything. Like I never expected the podcast to grow that much at all. Like I didn't even really have much of a goal um, when it came to that. I just wanted people to hear what I had to say and what these women had to say. That's all that mattered to me. And that's all that matters to me is that women in motorsports have a voice on my platform. And no matter who they are, if you're a race car driver, if, you, um, if you're a race wife, if you are a media personality that, you know, that caters to motorsports, if you're a content creator that's doing it at your home, like literally in your garage or doing it in your home office, right? Creating content. Um, if you are a local driver, because guess what? Most local drivers don't end up on podcasts. Most local drivers don't even get like any content put out about them unless they put it out themselves. And I want to give all women in motorsports, no matter how big or small they are, a platform. And that's what I'm doing. Um, but, you know, people, yes, you can love my work. And I appreciate that 100%. You know, um, I, all I ask is that you share it and you put it out there. Um, because when I, I'm passionate about this and that's why, you know, I'm I'm going all in in this. Like, I'm going all in as, as much as I can. You know, obviously, I still have a family to feed and I've got bills to pay. So I can't just like up and quit my job, right? But, you know, people supporting the podcast, I mean, even if it's buy me a coffee, guys, that's $5. Like, I'm not asking for a ton of money. Like, you know, but I do put a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of effort into the podcast. And if you notice from the sponsorship packages, the stuff that you guys get, if you do choose to sponsor the podcast, I'm pretty much giving this away for free because between what, um, it costs me to pay my team to help me every single day, um, and, me putting all the work that I that I put in, I'm not really making much off of what I have priced these packages for. I'm doing this at major discounts because I want you guys to be the first ones to do it, to join me in 2024. I mean, literally, like, it's a thank you to you guys for supporting me for the first year of the podcast like we made it we made it a year like this is insane um and that's my thanks to you guys because I want especially small businesses because small businesses I hate to say it but if they want to be able to sponsor in motorsports it's so hard so hard because most most um people that are in motorsports want way too much money for a small business to handle and and it, it's just true um like nascar i'm sorry but a small business would never be able to sponsor a nascar car like unless it's maybe arca but even ARCA is very, very expensive. It is. So not many um, GT World Challenge. I, I, I doubt a small business could do that. I mean, obviously a small business could not sponsor an F1 car. Um, that's impossible. Um, unless they dump their whole entire life savings into it. But this gives... small business is an opportunity to be able to be a part of motorsports 
but in a different way. So you get to be a part of the podcast. You get to be a part of all our social media content. You get to be a part of all of our YouTube content. You get to be a part of, you get to be on our race car. You get to be on our race car and depending on what package you get, it can be one season or it could be all seasons if you get the lifetime package. The lifetime package, I fly out to you and I literally do a podcast episode live on location, wherever you are. Doesn't matter. If you are in California, flying to you. If you're in New York, I'm flying to you. If you're, I don't know. Um, and now obviously guys, this is just us only because I don't have a passport. Okay. But once I do have a passport, then I will change it. But right now it's only us. So it, but it doesn't matter. Like you could be in a very small town in the middle of nowhere. I will still come to you because if you sponsored a podcast, no matter what, I'm going to treat you like the like the kings and queens you are and guess what i'm going to make sure that i make that i make your business thrive because i'm not going to just not put the effort in right that's why with the lifetime package i literally fly out to you we're gonna spend a day we're gonna spend uh, maybe a couple days depending on you know where it's at and what my schedule is like spend a couple days Hey, what's going on? Let's make this work. Well, you know, we will talk. And like I said, I will do a live podcast episode from your location. And also, um, another thing too that we will do if you do lifetime package is we will, once your logo is on the car, because obviously right now we're in off season here. So we are working on getting all that stuff together, right? Um, once all of that is together, we will bring that car up to you. We'll do like live, live appearances. We'll do it. My husband does it. Um, my husband does it like with his work. Um, you know, he'll bring his car up there, like just to show it. And guys, like it worked. It gets people in the door. It gets people talking, you know, things like that. Like it's, it, it works. It's a great marketing um tactic people do it all the time um and we'll do it for you like that's actually a part of that package so there's a lot of things that you get and honestly like depending on how far you're you are we might be eating costs just saying like i don't know it just depends i mean obviously with this economy i don't know how much how much it's gonna cost to travel to to some people but we're willing to, I'm willing to do it because I know that this works. These marketing campaigns that I'm putting together work. I've been I've done marketing for digital marketing for um I've done digital marketing for 10 years and then um well it it wow, yeah. Because I've been doing digital marketing for quite some time. Yeah, 10 years. Well, actually, um, so I actually have, I actually downplayed my experience on LinkedIn, guys. Now I'm thinking about it. So um, in traditional advertising and like media buying and stuff, I have seven years of experience in there. Because uh, I worked for a newspaper and I worked for a magazine. Um, and so I have experience with all of that. Did advertising sales, things like that. Um but with digital marketing that I've been doing that for way longer than what I said so technically out of all like if you put all of that together the traditional and digital y'all I've been doing this for almost almost 20 years um I have about, so that means, wow, I actually have about 18, 19 years. Yeah, it's, it'll be it'll be 19 years in 2024. So actually I actually messed up. I Why did I put 11? 
don't know. Um, I Well, because I was really talking about the digital marketing part, but when it comes to that traditional, you add that. Yeah. So actually, I have almost 20 years of marketing experience. Um, so that is why I want to make this work because, you know, I, I don't get a chance to use my marketing skills in my corporate job at all. Um, that is something that I wanted to do, but that was just not in the cards with the company that I work at. So, um, and I also have a digital marketing certification, um, that I got anyway, even though I really didn't need it. Cause I, I've been, I've worked with people, um, mainly I'd say it mainly furry. Um, I've done like stuff on Simbi, which I have testimonials from there. Um, where I've made marketing plans for people and stuff like that, um, which I can always show you guys. I am more than happy to put that out there. Um, but yeah, um, that, but they're not affiliated with the podcast. Like that was nothing, had nothing to do with the podcast. Um, but yeah, I can always show you guys that. So, you know, um, what I am capable of doing, but yeah, like I'll be honest guys that, that is like my passion is motorsports marketing. That is where it's at. Like, be honest, motorsports is a, it's just a, it's a sport that's not going away. It's been here forever. Um, it's just that we have to get with the times and some tracks and some, you know, businesses just aren't there. So if you are a business, a small business, preferably because I really want to help smaller businesses that has not really taken to social media like you should, um, but also supports women in motorsports, but wants to be actually like involved in motorsports and have like tap into that audience, but has never had a chance to do it because it's so expensive, right? It's like, because, you know, most there, it's just never been, there really hasn't been an opportunity for you to do that. Reach out to me because guys, I want to help you as much as possible. Like this is like a major movement that I am trying to start where more small businesses can be involved in motorsport because right now there's not enough or, or there's none depending on, you know, what motorsports your you know, organization or whatever you're trying to get into. But the thing is, guys, dirt is where it's at. It is cheaper <laughs> to literally sponsor somebody local on a local level than it is to go and out and sponsor somewhere else like NASCAR or F1 or whatever. And let me tell you, your local community is where it's at because that that is your buyers. That is your community. Those are the people that can physically go into your stores. Those are the people that can physically buy your product and see it. And I'm telling you, You'd be surprised how many people will literally pick up that phone and call you or will go find you on Facebook or Instagram or whatever because they saw your name on the side of a race car. Why do you think motorsport logo placement is so expensive? It's because they know it works but they don't give small businesses that opportunity. They don't because they know that you can't bring big bucks. You can't bring a big enough budget for the organization that, you know, like NASCAR or F1, right? They know that you can't afford that. So that is why, unfortunately, it leaves small businesses out. I don't want to do that. That is why I made that a part of every single package. Every single package in my sport in, in my 
uh, sponsorships includes logo placement on a race car on purpose because I know how expensive it is and I want every single sponsor to be able to have that opportunity to sponsor a race car because it works. Why do you think the motorsports industry is a, it's literally a multi-billion dollar industry? It's because of that. It's because they know that putting advertisement on a race car works. And I'm going to give you guys that opportunity. So definitely uh, reach out to me. Um, you can, guys, like, I'm literally an open book. Like, you guys can find me everywhere. All my links are in the description. You can email me. You can DM me on Instagram. You can do whatever. Like, it doesn't matter how you get in touch with me. I will answer. Now, I can't say that I will answer right away because, y'all, I'm, I'm a mom. I work. <laughs> I work a full-time job, and I do the podcast. But trust me, you will hear from me. Okay, and I will not leave you hanging, but let's create a new movement where small businesses can be involved in motorsports and can actually get their names out there. And you don't have to like possibly just go find, you know, a, a, a random driver that you don't, you know, that you don't possibly know because that's how, you know, you want to get involved. This gives you that opportunity, but you also get way more than just logo placement on a race car. You get so much more. You get social media content. You get, which is catered, catered to your brand. Like, it's not just me throwing up one of your products. No, we work together and we create this marketing strategy together. We make sure that your brand story is on point. Like we make sure that all of that is straight. Like we don't just throw anything together. That um, any graphics that need to be done, um, any of that, my team will do that. Like all of this is done in-house. Um, podcasts, um, ads, those are custom made. I create those, like all the ones that I have done, um, except for obviously like when I did have some larger corporations come in, obviously they had all of their commercials done. But like for Monster Jam, um, the shoot, uh, the I-55 Street Stock Shootout and stuff, I wrote those ads and I recorded them. And then, like I said, my husband, you know, um, threw, you know, threw in his magic there, right? And we made that happen. But that's how that works. Like, it, all of it's customized. I don't just throw things together. Um, and I, and I get your approval. I don't just go and run something. No, like we work on this one-on-one, -on -one, um, with racing junk. Um, the ads that I, that I do for them, um, that was, that was, um, all pre-planned, <laughs> you know, um, we were, you know, I was told how to do the ads and everything and I do them. So everything is done custom. Um, so, so yeah, guys, um, make sure that you let me know, um, what works best for you guys. Um, and what, what type of content you guys want, um, as well. Like when it comes to like solo episodes, um, I'm all ears. Um, you know, like I said, you guys can always reach out to me. Um, or if you want to collaborate, like I'm always down to like collaborate with people and do things with, you know, people like I don't look at, um, anybody as competition. Like that's literally my motto is collaboration over competition. So we don't do that here. Like that's why I always have other content creators on the podcast because I don't look at them as my competition because we all do different things, right? We all cater to different people in the motorsports community. Um, our audiences are not the same. Um, we have different people that listen to us. Now there are some people that do cross over, but there's less of that. Um, and there's more of just individuals that don't cross over. 
Um, and so anytime we can cross promote and, and do that and, you know, open ourselves up to different audiences, it's always good. Like it's a women's situation for everybody. So, so yeah, guys, um, that's it for me. I'm so glad that you guys listened. I know this was, um, a different type of podcast episode than what I normally do. Um, but I wanted to do something a little different because yeah, guys, like let's just go out there and do whatever the fuck we want because you know, well within reason, obviously within legal reason, like I'm not telling you guys to go rob a bank or do something crazy like that. Like, no, but whatever you're passionate about, no matter what that is, and especially if it does not involve your nine to five, because for most people, I'd say probably about 80% of people, it doesn't involve their nine to five job. Um, go out and do it. Give yourself permission to do it. And I say give yourself permission because you do not need permission from anybody. You don't. You don't need permission from anyone but yourself. Um, unless obviously, um, which I hope that there are no kids listening to my podcast because, you know, uh, words sometimes, but, um, if you are not a child and you're a grown, a grown ass adult that can make their own decisions, there is no reason that you should not be making those decisions for yourself. And there's no reason that you should not go out and do the damn thing, whatever that is that will set your soul on fire because that is what is the most important thing is to do what sets your soul on fire your ikigai is literally what sets your soul on fire and i want all of you to find that whatever it is if i mean literally like it could be you starting a garden it doesn't have to be like something like what I'm doing where I'm literally like building a motorsports media company from the bottom up okay I took that on by myself it's a it's a crazy thing to do but I love it and I'm glad um you know but for other people it might just be starting a garden it might be I don't know um starting to cook like learn how to cook right like or learn how to crochet something or um or like get back into gaming like doing a hobby period like we all need a way to escape well let me take that back we don't need a way to escape our realities. If we have to feel like we have to constantly escape our reality, then that means the reality that we created is not for us. I mean, I don't want to have to repeat that, but it's true. You create your own reality. So when when I say that, look, y'all, that doesn't mean that, like, bad shit can't happen. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about you create your own reality in the fact that you chose the path that you were on right now, right? So, you know, let's say, for example, I work at a tech company, okay? I chose to work at the tech company. Like, I chose to interview there. I chose to go out on a limb to try and get that job obviously I couldn't plan if I was going to get the job or not but you know I I practically manifested manifested it because I put in the action and I kept saying I'm gonna get this job I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get this job okay and it happened but that's the thing like if you don't put forth any action on something more than likely you're not getting it Because the thing is, and no matter what your spiritual belief is, whether it's the universe, God, creator, however you want to, spirit, whatever, however you want to word it. um, for, For me, I always say, I say creator. Creator will not put things into place for you without action. Because action is energy. Action is what shows creator hey I want this 
Now, sometimes what we think we want is not always the best thing for us. And Creator knows whether it is good for us or not. Now, sometimes that thing might still happen to us because there was a lesson that we had to learn from it. Um, or, or we don't get it because there's something better along the way. And that's why where I am currently in the crossroads that I'm at, um, I know that Creator is putting me on the right path. I know that the path that I am currently on is the path that I am supposed to be on. Um, being a content creator is the path that I am supposed to be on. And so this is why I'm here. And this is why I'm doing what I do. And this is why I've been so consistent with being like a content creator and putting things out there is because this is what I was meant to do. I was meant to use my voice um, in this way and I was meant to help other women in the motorsports community put their voices out there so that they are heard, um, especially the ones that definitely don't get media time because they're not in a, ra a major racing organization that would give them the media training or the media time that they would need to be able to get their names out there for them to be able to build personal brands they have to put themselves out on social media and also let's be honest there are some women that are not confident to put themselves out there um, they don't make content at all there are women that are in motorsports that you wouldn't even know that they're in be in it because they're not even on social media. Um, and to be honest, all you have to do is go look at your local racetrack. And you will find some of them that don't even push any type of content out on social media. Um, I know. I, I know a few of them. <laughs> you know? And it's because they don't have a... They just don't feel confident putting themselves out there for the world to see. And I, and I understand that. I've... I I mean, y'all, I'm a major introvert. This is something that I normally don't do at all. Um, you know, before old me would would literally freak the fuck out every day. But I don't, you know. I I get on here every single week and I talk to you guys or I talk to guests, people that some of them I look up to them. You know, like I admired them and I'm nervous as hell about to talk to them and knowing that I have to interview them, but I don't show it. Um, I don't show that I'm nervous because I do that on purpose because I don't want to make them uncomfortable. I want them to feel comfortable with me. Um, so I have to suppress all that and just do the damn thing, right? So yeah, go out manifest your best lives go out do the damn thing that you truly want to do in your life so you can live a fulfilled life and not worry about the bullshit of society and the crap that we have to deal with on a regular basis okay guys so until next week take care <laughs>